In 1996, I was assaulted and left in critical condition. I don't remember any of this. It was just a normal Friday afternoon, and then I was on a gurney being held upside down, vomiting blood. I lost consciousness shortly after being put in the ambulance. That's when I had my death experience. I purposely avoid referring to it as a near-death experience because I have done much research on the matter. NDE are most commonly characterized feeling the soul disconnect with the body, a tunnel of light, and seeing heaven, God, lost loved ones, etc. These sensations are easily explained both medically and psychologically. The soul leaving the body is a result of the combined effects of vivi mortis and muscle relaxation, which occur when the function of the heart and lungs cease. Blood, like any liquid, naturally flows to the lowest possible point because of the pull of gravity, unless it is moved against gravity by a pump, the heart. When the heart stops, blood flows downward. This is vivi mortis. People who have NDE are commonly lying on their back receiving medical assistance, which is why they live to tell about their experience. Thus, the blood flows toward their back, creating a sensation of the flesh or body moving backwards. As the lungs cease functioning and the diaphragm relaxes one exhale, creating the sensation of an inner force moving forward, the combined sensations, the body moving backward, and an inner force moving forward, result in the feeling that the soul is leaving the body. The tunnel of light effect is caused when the muscles relax and the eyes open and the pupils dilate. One sees a blackness or fogginess surrounding a bright point of light, which grows as the irises relax and the pupils dilate further. At this point, one is aware of one's own demise. We learn through experience, and the only way we know of death, beyond the idea of death, is through our experiences of death, i.e. those that we have been close to that have died, and our religious beliefs of what happens when one dies. Hence we see lost loved ones in heaven, or hell, and possibly God. I experienced none of these things. I was alive one moment, and the next I was not. I knew this because I was no longer in my body, though I wasn't floating above it or traveling through a tunnel of light to heaven either. It is impossible to describe what I did experience because there are no words or concepts in the real world that match. The best I can do is say what I know about it and what it felt like. I was in a place that is no place. It was the center of all places, at once outside the known universe or our understanding of it, and encompassing the entire universe. There was no time in this place. Every moment of history and the present and the future were unfolded before me as one monumental event, starting with the creation of the universe and ending, well that has since been blocked from me in such a way that it hurts to try to remember. I experience something entirely impossible and indescribable, sensation without perception, or awareness without sensation. There was no hot or cold, or light or dark, or movement or lack thereof. There was only awareness of everything. I knew every thought and every idea that every person had ever had or would ever have. These were like voices, though there was no sound. So how could they be voices, overheard in a crowded restaurant, but I could distinctly hear and follow each conversation all at once without anyone distracting me from another? Then all of that faded away, 
And there was one emotion, the only one I experienced through the whole event. Peace. Complete and permeating peace. The total lack of all emotion, sensation, and thought. All things exist in contrast with their opposites. Without darkness, there can be no light and vice versa. No hot without cold. No pleasure without pain. No love without hate. This is the way we experience the world, through perception of varying degrees of opposites. This is the curse of man, that we enjoy the summer only because we know the winter is coming. We love, and are loved because we hate, and are hated, and because all things are known only though contrast. We never know peace unless all these things have been erased, which is only possible through the death of our bodies and the end of our perception and experience and knowledge. This event, for it wasn't an experience, lasted the smallest fraction of a second and also the entire existence of the universe. I drifted in eternal peace. Then I heard the voice of God, at once as relaxing as sleeping late on a Saturday morning and waking to the sound of birds chirping outside the window, and the soft scent of lilacs and roses carried on a gentle early summer breeze, and the warm sun shining on your naked body, and as powerful and frightening as lightning, striking the very foundation of the building in which you are standing. It is not your time to be here, but you may stay if you choose. I have work for you if you choose to return. I didn't want to leave, but when the voice speaks, you obey. I know I was given a choice, and I chose the pain and misery of earthly life over the absence of all but peace. I sometimes wonder about that choice, but I think I made the choice long before it was put in front of me. I know I have work to do, that's why I came back. I just hope I am ready when the time comes. I woke up on a gurney in the hospital where doctors were explaining to my mother that I would probably die in the coma I was in. They didn't know how I could still be alive. I sat up and was pushed back down because they thought I was having a seizure until I spoke. I was asked a barrage of questions like, do you know what day it is? And do you know who the president is? And asked to count to 10 numerous times, which I did in four different languages. The questions stopped. My skull had been fractured and my head resembled a large misshapen pumpkin. I had three broken ribs, bruised kidneys, spleen, and liver. I was bleeding internally and the doctors didn't know where yet. I said I was going to go to sleep but not to worry I would walk out of the hospital in less than 24 hours. I then closed my eyes and consciously healed myself. I could feel what was wrong with my body and where. I could redirect blood flow and nutrients to areas that needed it and away from areas that were bleeding. I could will my flesh and bones to grow back together. When I had a CT scan ran the technicians ran another because the readings were so strange. There was no brain damage whatsoever, which was considered impossible given the extent of my injuries and how long my brain had been without oxygen while I was clinically dead. Also, there was a never-before-seen high delta wave reading that could only be explained if I had experienced rim sleep. And even that was a stretch, even though I was conscious and talking the whole time. That night, I woke up at one point to see my doctor sitting in a chair in my room. I told him he could go tend to someone else if he needed, that I was going to be fine. He said, I know, but what's happening to you is unbelievable. 
you should be dead. I can't turn my back on a miracle. God is allowing me the opportunity to witness this, and I just can't walk away. I later found out that his daughter had been in a car accident and had similar injuries. He had been questioning God, and he thought what was happening to me before his eyes was God's answer that he was still here. I was admitted to the hospital at 2.17 p.m. and released at 1.44 p.m. the next day. They said there was no explanation for my recovery, but there was no reason to keep me any longer. I was supposed to see my doctor every two weeks for the following six months to track any long-term effects of my injuries. After the first physical and the tests, the doctor sat down in the exam room and sighed. I asked him, timidly, what was wrong, and he said nothing. Just that, nothing. There is nothing in my medical training or experience that can account for your recovery. He explained to me how bones heal that the immune system goes crazy making new bone and there is a large knot of bone where there was a break. This is eventually dissolved over time, but the process takes months and sometimes there is a permanent enlargement of a bone that has been broken. He said after two weeks he couldn't tell that I had even had one broken bone, let alone three ribs and two in my skull. All I can say is do you believe in God? The event drove me crazy. I really believe that. I'd experienced things completely outside the realm of human understanding. I heard the voice of God, which believe me, human beings weren't made to hear. I looked everywhere for the peace I had experienced. I tried drugs, different religions. I started to study physics and biology to try to find a logical explanation for the things that happened to me. I believed that it was all just some grand hallucination. You see, I was raised in a Pentecostal church, very fundamentalist and very strict. When I began to ask questions, I was turned away, told my faith was weak, just because I couldn't accept everything I was told, even when I knew these things were untrue, such as the earth being only 6,000 years old and Buddhists being evil. I was told that it was a medical fact that males had one less rib than females because Adam's rib was used to create heave and I was told this by a nurse of all things. There is a story in the Bible of God making the sun stand still in the sky for a whole day. I was told that scientists had calculated all the days since the beginning of time, and there was one less than there should be. And so, rather than accepting lies as medical, mathematical, scientific and historical facts, I had turned to atheism. I had found no truth in religion and now all my beliefs had been put in dispute. I eventually accepted what happened to me as a medical and psychological phenomenon that just had yet to be explained, until September 11th, 2001, that belief held. Around 6 that morning a friend of mine made a remark about how beautiful the sky was. Surprising him and myself both, I remarked, Yeah, it's a pity so much death will come out of it. Then I went home and watched death come out of the sky on CNN. In the Bible, when a prophet or wise man heard a message from God, he never gets right to work. He goes into the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights. In other words, we don't know what happened to him or how long he was gone. Maybe my 40 days and nights are over. Maybe sharing my experience and the revelations I have had 
and the conclusions it has brought me, is the work I am supposed to do. Or maybe not. Either way, I have returned from the wilderness and have brought back a message. There is a way we can know peace in this life. It cannot be found in any religion being practiced today, for they are all too far from the truth. The truth in all religion, the foundations of all religions, the message we choose to ignore no matter how religious we think we are, is that there is one sin that is the root of all sin and three virtues that are the root of all virtues, are in fact the only virtues. Pride is sin, and all sin is pride. It is the root of all suffering and ills of mankind. Through pride we reduce others to serve our will. Through pride we divide humanity. Through pride we conquer, destroy and subjugate people and nature. Through pride we kill each other. And through pride we die. Patience, humility and compassion are how we know and spread peace. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the light. Patience is the way through which all things come to pass. Humility is the truth that we each are no greater than any of God's works, no matter how small. Compassion is the light of peace shining through us, illuminating the world around us. God created us all in His own image, and that means we likewise have the ability to create. We have created murder and suffering and pain. We have created health. We can continue this trend, or we can abandon pride and learn to act with patience, humility and compassion, and create heaven on earth, experience peace in this life, and in the next, rather than subjugate ourselves to an eternity of rebirths in this hell we have made for ourselves. This is our choice. We make it each day. Just as a recovered alcoholic chooses each day not to drink or to become a practicing alcoholic again, we can choose patience, humility, and compassion, or death destruction and pain.